Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Super excited to have Nate Robinson on the Windy City podcast. Nate is doing his show with the Players Tribune house guest. You got to check it out. He's got huge names coming on that show. And I'm thinking back to 2013 with Nate, five foot nine inch Nate. The Bulls, of course, banged up at the point guard spot. Derek Rose being out with the torn ACL. Kirk was banged up. And somehow, some way, Nate Robinson became a straight hero. You remember game four against the Nets. Bulls were down 14 under three minutes to go. Robinson led them back. They ended up winning the game, winning the series. Nate's just awesome. I think you're going to really enjoy the podcast today. Awesome stuff about his parents. Awesome stuff about his dad that I've actually taken into my own life doing some extra running. So stay tuned for that. Some good stuff on Tom Thibodeau here too. Interesting look back at Tibbs. And maybe the best stuff, Jimmy Butler Jimmy didn't know how good Jimmy was until Nate got a hold of Jimmy. Let's get right to it. Nate Robinson, the former Nick Bull Warrior Celtic, played overseas, all of it, right now on the Windy City Podcast. We love it when you like, subscribe, give a rating. I really, really appreciate it. Nate Robinson now. Showtime. Five foot nine, Nate Robinson. And they already went crazy, Kevin, just now. When they introduced I want to see him put something down. He got it. See, a little guy like him, he got to do something first just to get the crowd on his side. So then for the rest of the, the night, he's got everybody on his side. Let's see what he's got. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, he's going to get a couple tens, too. I'm feeling it. I got a foul to give. Nate, he fires. Oh, my goodness. Big things come in small packages, Chicago. Oh, my goodness. This is Dave Robinson's playground, and he's playing by himself. Wow. Wow. Nate, I'm going to give you a list of guys here. You have either played with and or coached with all of these people. It's, I mean, and I picked out just a handful here. Larry Brown, Isaiah Thomas, Jamal Crawford, Steve Francis, Stephon Marbury, Mike D'Antoni, Doc Rivers, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, KG, Shaq, Tom Thibodeau, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Jimmy Butler. Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, Jamal Crawford again, Doc Rivers again. It's, 
You honestly, uh, Nate, like, I don't know if you've ever sat back and thought about the amount of people that you've touched in the league, but it's truly incredible. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it was pretty cool to to be a part of, you know, this organization and, uh, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, sit there and, and, and be in the same court as some of the greats, man, honestly. Like, each and every one of those individuals that you named, phenomenal people, phenomenal players and coaches. You know, my time in the league, you know, was spent. It was it was great. I, I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. I, I really learned a lot. And I got to build a lot of friendships. And, uh, and I got to compete against, you know, like you said, some of the best. And uh, to be on the teams and go against these guys over the years, uh, over 11-year span, man, it, it, you know, it just definitely uh, – it's definitely a blessing, man. God has blessed me so much, and I'm just thankful and grateful. So I'm in Chicago, and you have a special place in Bulls fans' hearts. We're talking about 23 points in the fourth, which, by the way, is one point shy of a Bulls record. MJ's got it. Nate Robinson nearly had the Bulls record for points in the fourth quarter, which is incredible. You had 34 on in the game. You're also you're 27 and nine in game one to beat LeBron in the Heat. You got Michael, Scotty, and Derek. Those are the only Bulls along with you to have 25 points and nine assists in a playoff game. I think about your Bulls tenure, and I like to give some credit, obviously, to you. But I thought that Tibbs put you in a spot to succeed and really brought out your talents in a way that I maybe I, I you had success everywhere, so I don't give him a ton of credit. But I thought he really used you well. Would you agree with that? Slightly, slightly, I agree because one, you know, they had to play me because you know so many guys were hurt. You got uh, Kurt Heinrich, which was a good friend of mine, man, great guy. He got hurt a, a bunch during that year, so it was like, you know, it was like, well, we have to play Nate. It's like put him in, and that was the first time that you know I really, you know, wanted to show the NBA what I really could do besides just dunk and show myself as a highlight reel. I wanted to show them my complete game, and that was the year that I actually got the real opportunity to do so. I take my hat off to my teammates, man, honestly. Boozer, Joe Kim Noah, Noel Dang, uh, Taj Gibson, Jimmy Butler, Marco Bellinelli, all those guys, uh, Nas Muhammad, just all those guys, they you know, they believed in me. They let me do my thing. Oh, yeah, Rip Hamilton. It was, it was such a blessing being there with the Bulls and me bringing my energy to that team. Uh, you know, they just like, Nate, just do your thing and be you, man. You know, everything else will take care of itself. Just enjoy your time while you're here. Play hard, you know, as long as you can for, you know, play as hard as you can for as long as you can. And everything else will be all right. And I did that, and we we went further than what people believed that we can go. Yeah, people did not think you'd get by Brooklyn. And game four, you all are down 109.95. There's under three minutes to go. And you yourself went 12 unanswered. Would you call that? your favorite game that you've ever been a part of? For sure. For sure. One, one of the, one of my favorite games next to my game winning shot over Iverson. Like, you know, Iverson <laughs> is one of my favorite players of all time. Um, but yeah, that game definitely, you know, I definitely showed the world that I wasn't just a, a dunker and a highlight guy that I really belonged and I really can play the game of basketball, no matter how tall I was, how short or whatever I knew I can play. And that playoffs, uh, really showed that, uh, uh, you know that I, I that I belong, and me and my dad used to joke a lot when we were young. Like when I was young, he was like, "Stars are made in the playoffs, bro. You do you do well in the playoffs. Nobody can take that from you." And I and I let and I just let that sink in for so many years. And when I got the opportunity to really play in the playoffs, I was like, "I'm gonna seize that moment," and I did so. The atmosphere in there was incredible that day, Nate. I, I was in the United Center for the record, and, and it was just it was so much fun. Where does the Nate Robinson confidence come from? If you could kind of boil that down. Uh, I mean, you know, just me and my mom, my father, 
over the years of just, you know, watching my mom, you know, work three, four jobs, growing up as a kid, never quitting, never backing down to nobody, you know, always providing, putting food on the table for us, you know, watching my dad, you know, grind and, you know, train me and push me and, you know, push me to the limit where to see if I ever wanted to quit and if I ever wanted to give up. And I just never did. And, uh, you know, my dad was always telling me, you know, say, you're going to be great one day. You just got to push yourself. You got to show people what it looks like to be a leader, show people look show uh show people you know what it looks like to go as hard as you can and then you got to believe in yourself if you don't believe in yourself who will you can't convince anybody uh that you're great if you don't believe that you can that you can be great so uh, i really just take my hat out to my mom and my dad man who who pushed me every day uh they let me be myself and they were happy with who i was man and, and i respected that so much and i was like you know what i'm gonna just continue to be who i am and and if they don't like it then that's on them not me i love that was it we playing one on one with your dad. You were also a football guy growing up. You ran track. Like, how? What was your dad doing with you? Man, he, honestly, man, he would do stuff like, uh, like he would coach me in basketball. I mean, football. He would, he would just, you know, make me run extra lines after practice, or you know, run extra laps. He would just make me do extra, extra, extra things, and it just, and you know, some days I, w- I didn't want to do it. I cried. I cried. You know, didn't want to do it. Didn't understand what he was doing and why was I getting punished or whatever. And, you know, slowly I started to understand, you know, why he was doing these things. So, you know, after basketball games, he would make me run lines after we win. Or, like, even win or loss, we would run, I would run. And right after the game, run lines, run, 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 until he got tired of seeing me run. And, you know, I would just run. I would just do what he said. You know, my dad, I can't, you know, disobey. So I just did it and did it. And then, you know, after I get, in the, you know, after I was done, I would ask him, I said, Dad, why you always make me run when, you know, when we won the game? You know, I had, like, 30 points. And he was like, it's not about that. It's. I want to show you, you know, what it looks like being a leader. He was like, you'll see a lot of your teammates are going to start running with you. Watch. At the end, by the end of the year, your whole team is going to run lines with you when you win a championship, you know, and uh, literally. And I was like, yeah, I, I didn't believe him. So I just kept running after every game, after every game, after every game. And little by little, one kid would come, another player on my team, another player. And then I had the whole team running by the end of the year. After the championship game, we win. We're running lines and laughing and having a good time. And my dad said, look. And this is what happens when you do the right thing and when you work hard, people will follow. So I just, you know, I just kept that, you know, mentality throughout my whole life. Uh, you know, I just try to swing for the fences, you know, like my dad was telling me growing up. Uh, you know, every time I step on the football field, I want to score a touchdown. I want to I want to do something great to better my team, to help my team, to push my team. You know, I run track. I want to I want to win every 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 time I step on the track. I want to. I want to try to break a record or something. I just tried to be the best at everything I did, and it just carried over, you know, through high school, college, and, and in the pros. It sounds like a Nate Robinson message: is you don't know what your limit is until you keep on pushing yourself and pushing yourself, and you actually can go a lot farther than you think you can. Yeah, even when you fail, you just got to keep going, keep going, and just, just, it's just, it's just clockwork. It's nonstop. I'm thinking of guys that you played against or played with that competed like that, that just kept going and going and. You know, I've covered the league for a long time, Nate, and, you know, Kobe would be out there after shoot-around at 12-15 on a Wednesday off a of back-to-back, and he's shooting his fadeaway. Team's getting on the bus, and he's still out there. Does anybody stand out for you like that? Mm, uh, I mean, when I was on the Bulls, man, I, I used to work out a lot. Like, even after practice, I would go to this nearby gym that was right by my apartment. I would get some shots up, and I would always shoot, shoot, shoot. I remember one day I was uh I was shooting and Jimmy Jimmy Butler called me and he was like uh, Nate what you doing and I was like man I'm about to go to the gym he was like are you about to go to the facility I was like nah I got a gym right by my house 
He was like, oh, man, you mind if I come? And I was like, of course, you can come pull up. So me and Jimmy used to always go to this gym right by my house when I lived in Skokie in Chicago. We would go to this gym and we would shoot and I would, you know, just work on my game and work on things that I feel like I, I could work on without the coaches saying, don't do this, don't do that. I'm like, I can work on my own craft. So I told you, man, I said, bro, this is the type of thing you have to do to keep your game sharp. And I said, because I told him, I said, bro, you're a defensive guy. Yeah, I see that. But you're off, you're just as good as anybody on this team offensively, too. I've seen it. You got to let it blossom. You got to show it, show the world. So, you know, we would play one-on-one every every day after practice, and then I'll go get shots, and he would come to the gym with me, and we'll just play one-on-one again and shoot shooting contests and shoot one-on-one. We would just play one-on-one and shoot every day, every other day. And he just got better and better, you know, throughout that whole year. Because I told him, I said, in the playoffs, we're going to need you to score too. Not just, you know, guard the guys like LeBron and D-Wade and all the tough assignments. We need you to, you know, go back at them on the offensive end as well. And I think that year in Chicago, that's when Jimmy kind of started blossoming as being more offensively that year in 2013. And then after that, he just now look at him, you know, blossoming, becoming a you know a two-way player, somebody that can get buckets in, you know, play and lead his team. He's doing a hell of a job. And, uh the person is the, it'll be Jimmy Butler. That's probably the closest person I can think of. So Jimmy didn't know how good he could be, basically. Yeah, he didn't see it. He didn't see it the way I was seeing it, especially you know, how Coach Tom Thibodeau's style is plays. You know, preach defense first. And, you know, Jimmy was a defensive guy, but i seen the offense in him. i seen the way, you know, he can shoot fadeaways and he can get to a shot. You know, I just told Jimmy, you just need to be more creative offensively, like, you know, ball handling, keeping your dribble a little more instead of picking up your dribble after only one or two dribbles. Like, you got to keep it kind of, Besides the possession, besides the dribble a little bit more. And uh, I say your game will open up, and, and it is. Do you give them the Heat a chance in the finals here? Or what level of chance do you give, I guess? If of they, course. Uh, yeah. I'm, of course I do. I, I want to see a game seven. I don't – I mean, it, I know everybody wants to see LeBron and the guys win it, of course. I mean, who who, who doesn't? LeBron's one of the greatest players ever to ever live, man. But, I mean, it will be pretty cool to, you know, a guy like Jimmy and them guys in Miami go down and get a ring. That will be pretty awesome. It'll be one hell of a series. I'll tell you that right now. This first game is gonna let you know everything, though. You know how how the energy level is gonna be throughout the whole finals, and you know how the game is gonna uh, unfold. Nate, I'm super excited to check out House Guest. Everybody else should be doing it too. House Guest with Nate Robinson. I, I I really appreciate the time today. Let let me let's wrap up on this. For all the guys that you played for, uh, as far as head coaches go, Tibbs, Mark Jackson. Uh, Mike D'Antoni, I'm leaving guys out here. Doc, who uh, who got you the most? Who who do you appreciate the most? I'm sure you appreciate all of them on, on some level, but like, who would be your number one? Uh, I'm gonna have to go Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas really appreciated my game because he was the first person that actually drafted me and believed in me from out the gate. Nobody else did. Nobody else had the faith in me. Nobody wanted seen what I what, what I seen in myself. Besides Isaiah, so I'm gonna have to give Isaiah that you know the, the one up on that one. Do you consider yourself a Nick at heart or any team? Uh, I'm just an NBA player, man. That's all, man. Okay. I just I just love the ball. Just label me as a hooper, man. I just love to play the game. You know how much we enjoyed watching you, Nate. Right? You you have that. I appreciate that. You were so much fun, man. It was a joy to see what you were doing out there. It gave it gave all us five nine guys a little bit of hope out there, who could not jump and or hoop or do anything like you. But it was just like this guy's just amazing. So, and yes, you were way 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 more than a dunker, and you were a great dunker, Nate. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> Congrats on what you're doing. Looking forward to hearing more, and, and appreciate you being with us today. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. You too. Nate Robinson. 
Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 